Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the D1 Only Podcast presented by Tap Thoughts, Actions and Progress. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and I'm your host and I want to thank our sponsor Tap for making this possible. Also thanks to all the listeners for being here with us. Today we got ourselves a very special guest, Kyle Gardner. Thank you for being here man and welcome to the show. Of course, thank you man. I really appreciate you having me on and uh, I love all you've been doing so thank you so much. Thanks, man. So Kyle is originally from New York. He's currently a student athlete at the a student at the University of Richmond, where he works constantly as a photographer and videographer for the athletic department. He also spent last season as an NFL videographer at the MetLife Stadium, working for both the New York Jets and the New York Giants. And as he has also shooted several private workouts with NF NBA and NFL superstars. So just congrats on a great career so far, man. Still early in your journey, but what a ride it's been so far. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, you know, I just have a lot to be thankful for and uh, I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if you care. I mean, let's just kick things off by talking a little bit. How did the opportunity to become an NFL videographer, official NFL videographer, happen for you last season? Because I remember like seeing literally what you were recording literally during the game that was being posted on the NFL social media. So it was like crazy, right? Yeah. So um, I actually... So it goes back, we can kind of get the full context here. So I started, I was at ESPYs uh, in Los Angeles in summer of 2019. And I get a, a DM from Quincy Avery, who is Deshaun Watson's quarterback coach, who I've worked with before. And he said, yo, come down here. A bunch of guys are here. Um, I know you're in the area. Like, let's shoot. And I get, I pull up to the field. It ends up being Deshaun Watson, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, um, and it's crazy because I literally had like Sterling Shepard and Saquon Barkley's jerseys hanging in my room. Yeah. So I go there. I film those guys. I end up making those contacts. Don't really think much of it. Um, and then as soon as the pandemic hit. Um, all these players and teams didn't have access to their facilities. So they were, you know, practicing and, and for the season at literally high school fields around the country. And that's across the board. That's in every, every sport, really. Yeah. Um, but, and so Sterling Shepard hit me and was like, you know, man, like we need – um, you know, a, some video people to help us, you know, break down our film and also just get some like other stuff, other content as well. So like all the, you know, exciting content you see on my Instagram, that's what they're talking about. Um, so I end up linking up with Sterling around May and then I shot a bunch of stuff with him and then I um, ended up meeting Saquon Barkley, who is, you know, one of the best running backs um, in the NFL. He, uh, he unfortunately tore his ACL this season, but um, I got linked up with him and a lot of my work started getting posted on places like SportsCenter, you know, Bleacher Report and the actual like NFL Instagram and the Giants photographer, Matt Swenson, who I ended up working with this season, um, 
basically like recommended me for the position with the Giants um, to the league. And then from there, um, you know, I, I hopped on an interview and um, that's how the whole process started. And, um, you know, I, I was there from September to January 3rd, just, you know, grinding out content. Um, making content for the league and, and, and all the, you know, crazy plays and stuff that went down, you know, all the content would go right from my phone to, you know, the NFL, Instagram, sports center, anywhere you could think of. So it was a really amazing experience and it, the, the pieces just happened to fall in the right place this year. And uh, I'm, I'm just super, super blessed for uh, all the opportunities I've had this year. Yeah, how does that work actually? Because I, I imagine that I'm not the only one that's wondering how is it that you're recording the game and instantly all the footage is going straight into like the NFL. Like I don't know if it's like the service or what it is. Uh, what is it? And then it goes like just, they just upload it to Instagram. Yeah. So we use something um, called Slack. I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah, it. For sure, it's yeah. Like a, it's like a common workplace yeah, yeah. Um, app, but actually. When you use Slack, the files that you send in there actually retain like perfect quality that you send it in. So it's not like a text where if I send you a video right now via SMS or iMessage, like that quality is going to decrease heavily. So with Slack, um, you know, each week I, I get put into a Slack channel. So I'll give you an example. Like for the last game we had, I was put into like a Dallas um, Slack channel with all their social people. Um, and I'm also in a Giants one and a Jets one. But um, as soon as a play happens, you know, um, I'll take my card out of my uh, out of my camera and I'll upload it to like this thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll put it in this white like adapter that goes right into my phone and I'll download it immediately onto my phone. That takes like one one to two minutes. Um, from there, I'm uploading it directly to Slack, and I'll say, for example, um, I'll name my, my clip Ezekiel Elliott Touchdown. Yeah. And so in that group chat or in that Slack channel, you know, all the NFL people are in there. Um, and from there, the content is, is distributed to the NFL social channels, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, um, the team's Instagram story. And then on top of that, So say like a player like Ezekiel Elliott, um, like Ohio State football picked up that that touchdown as well. So it's not like the content is only limited to just the NFL. It's like it's a huge spectrum of, you know, the people and the just the possibilities of where your content can, you know, show up. And that's really, I think, one of the coolest things about the NFL CC program is that like you just never know where it's going to be. Like one day I posted like a Instagram story of DeAndre Hopkins and I just tagged him just thinking nothing of it. And then a few hours later he reposted the story yeah. and followed me. Like that's just the reach of the program is just really um, insane. And, and uh, I give a lot of credit to my, my bosses, Russell Simon and Samantha Stregic. They've just done a great job of, you know, organizing everyone and the content and just helping us out throughout the season. They've just been amazing. 
And has it ever happened to you that you're just like scrolling down your Instagram and then you just pop up to a video that you recorded? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's definitely happened a few times. <laughs> it's 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 very surreal when that happens because it's like, oh, I literally just recorded this and then now I see it and millions of people are viewing it. It's just sometimes I just step back and, and just think like it's it's really crazy, you know, the reach of, of where these things, you know, can go. Yeah, I'm glad you're mentioning this, that uh, like millions of people just seeing your work and everything. I've previously interviewed Logan Linkmayer on the podcast. Shout out to him. Shout out to Link. He's D'Angelo Russell's content creator. I'm a big fan of just content in general, and I follow social media, like several social media content creators, including, of course, yourself, Logan, Cassie Athena, Cool Max, Sean Daniel, just among others. And But I still think you guys are like overlooked, just like one of the most underrated people in the business, just in terms of not being credited for their work. What are your thoughts on this and how do you think this can change in the future? Because I think like I remember a couple of weeks ago that happened with you and Bleacher Report, which like blew my mind when I saw it. And speaking, oh, speaking, speaking as a journalist, you know, I try like every time I post an article, every time I do something, I try to like to go to Getty Images and just find out who actually, who is the author or who was the photographer for each picture, you know? How do you no, think this can change yeah. in the future? No, shout out to you because I remember in my article, you pulled a picture from Josh, who is, works at the stadium with me. And, you know, you included, you gave him, you know, credit in the, in the image. And I thought that was awesome. Um, just shout out to you for paying attention to like the detail on that. Um, but yeah, like I had obviously that running with Bleacher Report where they stole my, you know, my image of Cole Anthony. Um, but I, I think it's, it's definitely an industry where, you know, social content is so fast and people aren't really stopping to see like, oh, where did this come from or you know where did where did where did this piece of content originate i think a lot of these you know bigger companies and brands don't really care about you know the the legal implications of it because you know a lot of content creators are not necessarily um you know well versed in the legal process of ip and copyright and stuff like that. So I've, you know, I'm myself even have been, you know, lacking in that department. And I've tried to educate myself as much as possible, you know, over the last few months and weeks of just trying to figure out how to make sure like this stuff doesn't happen in the future, because it's the worst thing in the world. My photos being seen by millions of people and they're using it as the, you know, cover for their story and nobody knows That, that I was the one who took that photo. What, and what do you think about watermarks? Are you not a fan of them? I don't love the watermark just because I think the coolest thing is like when people say like, oh, I saw that photo. Like I knew, I knew it was you like because of the style. Yeah. Like, I think that's like when you look at like a Picasso or like, like famous artists, like, you know, it's them. You know what I mean? So, like, I want to try to make myself so distinguishable that, like, people will know that it's me. So, I'm definitely not, like, against the people who watermark. I just think, like, I want you to be able to see, like, the full grasp of my image. I don't want there to be, like, a banner that's covering you from possibly seeing something 
you know, in the bottom right of the photo or, or anywhere where people usually watermark. Before we continue with our Season 5 episode of the D1 Only Podcast presented by TAP, we want to talk to you about our sponsor, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress, who provide the opportunity to any athlete around the world to build their own mental health program. TAP, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress offers self-thought manuals focused on the athlete's mindset growth. TAP give athletes the opportunity to create their own mental health program, and these are manuals adapted for different levels and at an affordable price. TAP has two books right now on Amazon, the junior and rookie versions. Go check them out. And also go to www.tapmindset.com as well as TAP Mindset on Instagram. Go check it out. Yeah, I mean, I think you've done a really good job on that, man. And I have to tell you that I've been like when I scroll down through my Instagram, like on a noon on a Sunday and I see like a post of the Jets of a touchdown or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that's KG made it for sure. <laughs> and, that. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And it's crazy to me, man, because sometimes also athletes like they feel like at times they're like too cool to create the photographer or videographer. But then, yeah. like, I think the other day, I think LeBron had a private workout in L.A. and Gradient Visuals, who is, like, the official photographer for Clutch Sports, he was the guy shooting for him. And even LeBron tagged him on Instagram. So I guess, like, if LeBron can credit the photographer for his work, I guess everyone can, right? No, I think <laughs> over the last year, I think that athletes have actually been doing a great job with that. Um, and if an athlete doesn't give you credit then don't work with them again. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, you know, I think athletes have actually done a really good job with this, but um, if they're not, you know, paying you and they're not, and then on top of that, they're not crediting you, like, that's a big no-no. And, um, yeah, I think that's also something that, that there can be more education of is, like, with athletes, like, oh, like maybe, you know, partner with a certain photographer or a certain videographer and, and build because, um, you know, when, when those partnerships happen, a lot of good stuff happens because when you have a good relationship with your creative, you know, you know, they know the certain angles that you, that you want to post and, and they know you. So, um, I think that just leads to, to better and more authentic content, um, just over time. Yeah, for sure, man. And I want to talk a little bit about your time at Richmond. Of course, as I mentioned early in the in the podcast episode, you been working with the um, with athletic department. Man, shout out to the basketball team at Richmond. They've been doing bits this season, man. Uh, so um, just tell me a little bit as you were telling me off air that you were studying fi studying film. So how did you choose going to Richmond was the right fit for you at that time. And how do you think, how did the um, collaboration or how did the work for you at, with the athletic department just start happening for all the people? Yeah. Because I imagine that there's a lot of, of people, just students <coughs> in general who, I don't know, they aspire to be like athletic directors or something like that one day, but they don't know that they got to start, I don't know, like filling in stats for the for like teams across campus. So how did that happen for you? Yeah, so it's actually a really weird um, story. I I was actually um, I ED'd, which is called early decision um, in the U.S. to play golf at Tufts University, um, and that was in like December of 
2017. But yeah, I like I didn't get into Tufts, and I was obviously really pissed off like at the coach and stuff because he had promised me a bunch of of things. Um, but I just went a completely different path after that. Um, I decided I wasn't going to play college golf, and I started at that time just really getting into filming and and photography. So by the time it was like. February, I think I'd gone into Richmond, which is the best school I got into. And basically I was like, you know, I'm just going to go to the best school that, um, I get into. So I, I, I go to Richmond or sorry, I get into Richmond and I email the, um, I don't remember who I emailed. I think I emailed the video coordinator with Richmond. His name is Will Guy. And I was like, what's up, man? Like, I create a lot of content, um, and I'd love to, like, help out with the team next year. And uh, he was like, uh, this is actually just, like, the wrong person to contact, but I'll totally put you in touch with the right person. At that time, I had no idea that the video coordinator was basically only doing, like, film and stuff. Mm -hmm. They weren't really doing the actual social media content. Um, So... I got in touch with Jason Vita, who is my boss at Richmond currently. Um, and he saw all my stuff and was like, yeah, like we'd love to have you help out with the team. Um, so yeah, as soon as I got down there, I started helping out with them and it kind of just took off. Um, I started going on the road. I started filming all the home games and, and road games and, um, you know, we're here now three years later and, um, you know, I would say Richmond, I owe Richmond basketball, like everything they've, they gave me this platform to, you know, showcase my work and, and, you know, at such a high level with, you know, being a division one team, um, you know, they've given me everything and a lot of incredible access and, and just people that I've met along the way. Um, but yeah, so we just ended our COVID pause here and I think that I'll be shooting my first game on Saturday. So I'm super excited to get back with those guys because um, I just feel like, um, you know, I learned so much this NFL season in terms of filming and, and, and you know, making content that I just am so excited, you know, to join this group that I've been with basically. All these guys have been here since my freshman year. So I've, you know, grown with these guys and um, – you know, a lot of them are my closest friends. So I'm just really excited about this year. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can make the tournament and make some kind of run. Um, but, yeah, I'm just super proud of all the guys on the team, um, all the coaches, all the, you know, training staff. They've just done an amazing job through COVID. But, yeah, I, I just cannot um, thank the, you know, Richmond Athletics Department enough just for, you know, believing in me and supporting me through these, you know, past few years. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that talks about how much collegiate athletics can impact someone's life, you know, and it's not necessarily, you don't necessarily have to be a student athlete, but just like a student in general who is willing to put the work in and help to the department, to the athletic department. I think that says a lot about 
how like the Richmond environment and how everyone is trying to support everyone. So congrats to you on that. And also I have one more question before we get to the final segment of the podcast episode presented by TAP. So has it has it been hard trying to balance or was it hard trying to balance the school with your job this past semester with COVID and everything? Because I mean you were living in New York and you were doing all this cool stuff for the NFL, so it's like kinda easy to get like lost in the sauce and I mean be like, yo, you know what, I'm an NFL videographer, I don't really have to do all this work when you actually have, you know? Yeah, so I took four online classes last semester and a lot of people thought I had taken the semester off. Um But yeah, it was really crazy. Like I'd have like all this NFL stuff to do and then I'd have to do all my schoolwork and study for tests. It was a really crazy situation. And obviously with COVID going on, it doesn't make that any easier um, with the online classes. But, you know, I got through it and uh, it just it, it, it has given me a lot of um, time management skills because when you got school going on, You got classes going on. Um, sorry, you got classes going on. You got work going on. Um, there's just not a lot of free time. So you really got to be able to, uh, you know, balance um, yourself. And I think that, like, working with the athletic, uh, with the Richmond basketball team from freshman year, like, I learned how to do this, uh, this balance. Because if you don't find that balance, you're going to get yourself in really – a lot of trouble just, you know, in academic standing and with your clients because, you know, both, both like lacking on both sides is going to have consequences. And um, I think, you know, working while you're also, you know, taking classes is definitely something that can benefit your, you know, time management skills. And, and I'm definitely, you know, grateful and thankful for the experiences because I know, that, you know, once I get into the workforce after I graduate, time management is definitely something that, uh, you know, is very important. Yeah, for sure, man. It's all about the journey as well. It's all about the memories. So um, this segment of the podcast is called the one five presented by TAP. It's just basically five rapid fire questions. You got to answer them as fast as you can. Okay. All right. Great. New York or Richmond? New York. Photography or videography? Video. Do you consider yourself a videography, sorry, just to make that clear? Yeah, a videographer, I'd say, yeah. But I also do photography. I just I just do more video stuff. Favorite college memory so far? Ooh. Um, I would say last year when we beat VCU because we hadn't beaten VCU in a while and it was at home. And I, I got to make, you know, a really special video about it. Um, and I was on a time clock, you know, my boss was like, you, you got to get this out. You got to get this out right after the game. And um, it was just so rewarding to be able to film all that and then edit it so quickly and then get it out to our fans. And um, it was just a really rewarding um, experience and to be able to just celebrate with all the guys because, you know, we hadn't beaten VCU in a while. But, you know, now... Now we're 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 in a good spot in in the uh, in the A10 and and uh, I'm really looking forward to the the Richmond VCU matchups this year. Maybe we'll see one in the tournament. You never know. Yeah, for sure. Most listened artist at the moment. Gunna, for sure. Gunna, I love Gunna. 
Other than photography or videography related, what profession would you like to attempt? Ooh, that's a tough one. Maybe like this is not realistic, but like in an ideal world, I'd love to be a professional golfer. I feel like that'd be super cool. Like traveling the world, playing golf. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's actually all I got for you today, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know like with school starting at Richmond and everything, I know you're busy and everything, but I really appreciate you taking the time and just keeping it 100 with me and with all the listeners, man, because I think your journey is literally one of one. And yeah, big props to you for that. Dude, thank you so much. I love all that you're doing. I read a lot of the articles and I think it's it's an amazing thing. And uh, I really look forward to, you know, meeting down the line. I think uh, um, it's it's super good to to know, you know, all these journalists and photographers, videographers. It's it's all really one community. And um, I really appreciate you having me on. I really appreciate you writing that article. It's just it's all amazing. man. I really appreciate you. For sure. Thank you, man. And thanks to all the fans for tuning in to another episode of the D1 Only podcast and see you guys next time.